Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. And you are listening to the Moncrief Show on News Talk. 53106 is our text number that will cost you 30 cent. You can follow us on Facebook or Twitter or send us an email to afternoon at newstalk.com if you'd like to win 800 quid. Uh, now's your chance. Uh, that's courtesy of Carols of Tullamore. All you have to do is come up with the most delicious sandwich recipe. Carols of Tullamore have been crafting premium succulent deli ham for the past 40 years. So obviously we're looking for a recipe that includes Carols ham. All you need to do is text in your recipe recipe, your name, where you are in the country to 53106. That will cost you 30 cent and uh, we'll tell you who today's winner is uh, at the end of the show. Uh, speaking of sandwiches. I can't think of the rest of that <laughs> sentence, but uh, Barbara and Declan join us uh, uh, once again. Uh, good afternoon to you. How was your holiday? It was very, very nice. I was very lucky to be down in the beautiful uh, West Cork on the Sheepshead Peninsula last week and it was... It was heaven. Okay. Even though the weather wasn't as good as here, it was lovely. Yeah, it was nice to get away. Yeah. And very chilled now? Uh, I am so chilled, yes, that I'm, yeah, I'm really finding it difficult to get back <laughs> into the kind of swing of anything. Yes, very right. chilled. Well, thanks for turning up for so, work. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I'm here anyway. Yeah. And probably thing. every answer I give is I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right, God. okay. Well, here's your first one okay. then. I'm a 36-year-old woman living in an apartment in Dublin, which I own. I recently took an tenement, a tenant to help with my mortgage repayment. She's much younger than me at 23. I haven't had anyone living with me for a number of years, so I'm struggling to get used to having another person in my home. But she's very friendly and neat and tidy too. However, there's one thing that's really making me rather anxious. She's very confident and free with her body, which I know is probably a good thing, but I just can't get used to it. She regularly parades around the <laughs> apartment in next to nothing especially during the recent sunny spell when she goes from the bathroom to her bedroom after a shower she only ties the towel around her lower half uh, which I just find bizarre she doesn't wear a bra either which I find mortifying when my dad visited last weekend I honestly hate to be a prude but I feel uncomfortable and yet at the same time I'm reluctant to say anything because it might cause a rift between us please help <laughs> <laughs> ah, the old I'm not a prude bush. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a prude bush. Yeah, exactly. Can I can I first of all talk about the bra thing? Yeah. Because I know I'm not alone, but for the last 18 months I haven't worn a bra and it has been a glorious, glorious freedom. Now, I yeah. do not need to wear a bra for support, but following social conventions such as this woman points out, I have always worn a bra, hmm. except when I got locked down and I thought, what's the point of this malarkey yeah. anymore? And I didn't. And I know I am not alone. Um, and since we've started to kind of slowly come back to normal, I have a dilemma because I'm going around going, I don't want to put a bra on again, but yet I'm conscious of somebody being offended by the possibility that my nipples might be showing through a T-shirt or something like God that. So I just want to put it out there to be, I'd love mm. to hear other women's views on this. I have, what well, is I offensive have, about women's nipples, I, please, I, under you know, T-shirt? I have an inexhaustible supply of daughters uh, <laughs> and uh, the three old, I, like, I'd have a better idea how to put a bra on than they would. Oh, they good. don't They don't own bras uh, and none of their generation, as far as I can see, own bras. So well, now, they just my don't two wear must them. be outliers then because none yeah. of us in our, well, bar the one who lives in Australia, none of us in our house have any tits at all. So I'll but I don't well then there's, then there's even you know yeah. that there's anxiety no isn't even yeah. there so yeah. but why are people offended by women's nipples that's what I want to know I under a t-shirt what's that about I'm a big fan of women's nipples I yeah. don't know what the point is but now it is, is yeah. I do feel like if you're going into somewhere that you think well, maybe it's a bit bad mannered or a bit like you know off if I go in and I don't wear a bra even though I've no tits but I have nipples 
I want to know what the problem is with that. I know it's got only a small bit to do with this problem, yes. but, but it's something that is exercising. Well, it is all, it's all about, you know, whether a certain part of a body and yeah. it's a woman's body can cause and I'm using scare quotes here, offence to people. It's all about the kind of, you know, that part of your body is sexualised and therefore, you know, it's scandal if you show it. Um, and you mentioned before, you know, having the nips, in some places it's it's considered the height of fashion to just have no brown. <laughs> and well, I've always top. been at the cutting edge. Somebody's just texted in, has this woman never been to Paris? Yeah, so exactly. There you go. No, I know. Exactly. And I mean, I'm old enough to remember when I was a teenager, there was no problem going around mm. without a brown. When you went on holidays, you sunbathed topless all the time. There yeah. was no issue about it. But suddenly we seem to have become ridiculously... Um, kind of uh, prudish. Mod- uh, prudish about mm. women's nipples and it drives me absolutely insane because bras and I've had bras fitted and I think I've been wearing the right size they are the most uncomfortable thing if you don't need the support and you don't need to wear them anyway yeah. so that's that but anyway um, <laughs> as regards this woman and her, and, her, and her issue with your woman being body confident like I think it's great that your woman is body confident <laughs> um, but and I uh, I was a bit put out by by her description of your woman parading herself. Yeah, right. well, even that like, word parading. Yeah. Parading. Yes. That's like she's walking around showing off. Like she's yeah. not. She's in her own home. Posing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. She's in her own home. Like so, um, I'm not sure if this woman is a prude, but she's clearly very uncomfortable. Having said that, it is her house. And if there's something happening that's making her uncomfortable, I guess she's entitled to say something. Mm-hmm. But I think that would be foolish. Uh, mm. Because your woman, I think, I think it's terrific that she that that the, the the tenant, if you like, is free and easy and comfortable in her own skin. Because the vast majority of women are not, um, and I think, in one way, this woman who owns the house should be kind of flattered that her tenant feels so yeah. comfortable yeah. in her presence and in her in in her new home to be like that. So I really think this woman hasn't got a problem, except by kind of checking herself as to what is there what is her issue with it because there, there shouldn't be any issue with it at all I think she said she kind of answers and we kind of chuckled over the way she phrased it you know the I don't want to be a prude oh, but she. because basically what she's saying is but I do I, prude, I yeah. actually yes. do want to be a prude and yeah. I've decided that being a prude is the kind of right thing for me I don't want to make any kind of psychological adjustments to where perceived situations and it's you know you did point out it's her home yeah. so you go you know if it was a cultural thing or whatever it is, you know, you want your home to be a safe space and that's entirely appropriate. But if you're sharing your space with somebody else who has a different perspective, I think y- y- you do have to, especially if you're, make, you're, pay, you're making them pay for the privilege, you know, y- you do have to have a discussion about it and kind of say, well, this is how I feel about the situation. And that's a weird conversation to be having, particularly if you're at your, your statements are going to be stuff like, you know, when my dad comes around, you know, I feel uncomfortable about yeah, your body a, I, when I, yeah. my I'm dad is I'm not comfortable with her statement about that. Yeah. It's very odd. Yeah. It's kind of, and it also puts a weird responsibility on the, the, the woman who mm. possibly doesn't know how to put it down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. Like Maybe she's only of, a small child. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. What were the nipples going to do? Attack her father? I mean, or, I you know. know. You know, even that's when her dad it. gets the glad eye off it, like, that's her dad's business. It's not the daughter's business. It's certainly not the person whose body becomes the, the focus of attention. It's not this tenant's job to walk around policing her body in case it affects something in the in the environment. That's ridiculous. That's, yeah. you know. Absolutely. I mean, but I, I do think a consideration, you know, everybody needs to be a bit con- sensitive about 
how other people perceive the situation. Railroading your kind of body positivity into a situation is as is as open to discomfort as it is to be this kind of mm. perfect type I mean, again, the thing is, person. this woman isn't walking around the house naked. I mean, she is walking no. around with her breasts on show if she's wearing a towel just around her lower half and possibly without a bra and with a T-shirt on. And again, it comes back to this mad idea we have about breasts, which are functional things, which, you know, um, have to be out in the open if you're breastfeeding. So why we have this mad hang up about them is is very very strange and we need to it's part of the objectification it's just this is one of the ways in which women are different from men let's make them into this kind of thing so we can control the way women feel about their bodies that's the origin of it but I mean in this day and age there's no there should be no place for that but we seem to have gone backwards it was freer in the 70s definitely in the early 80s than it is now well it's a kind of a this idea that men have all these uncontrolled urges. Yeah. Oh, well, yes. And if daddy yeah. sees the nipples, he'll just turn into a raging sex yeah, monster. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that exactly. therefore it's your responsibility to keep those tempting nips at bay or, yeah. you know, or the whole uh, we'll, go, we'll go nuts. But, we, yeah. you know. <laughs> but, we, but I'm old enough to have been taught that baloney by the nuns in school. Yeah. Like very clearly. But I still was of the generation that went, you know, that didn't wear bras, that, you know, went abroad and sunbathed topless and didn't really have an issue about her. Nip, our nipples or our breasts but now sudden, now seemingly there is and, and that's what I don't get it into another thing as well that, that's worth thinking about is that you know if you decide that on some level it's appropriate for a, a, a landlord or a some somebody in a position of power or society in general to start dictating to people when they should cover up the question is is that when do you cover up and how much do you have to cover up and how soon is that before where, you know, everybody's yeah. dressing up as nuns? Yeah. <laughs> Which could be kind of right. Gas. Okay. Now, I mean, but 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 th- this woman who wrote into us, uh, she's thirty six. She is the way she is, and she's not suggesting your woman wears an abaya around the house or an- anything like that. <laughs> is there anything? Could she say, for instance, to the twenty three year old, "God, I envy you. I'd never be as confident as you are, being able to show off my body that way. I'd be more kind of self conscious." Just to, to kind of thanks. subtly kind of say, thanks. I, you know, yeah. But I'd maybe. say your yeah. woman probably knows that because I would imagine the the woman who owns the apartment is going around like head to toe in a big woolly dressing gown when she gets out of the shower and you know <laughs> definitely that, wears a bra all the time like, that is, and that's fine that's if that's huge. what she wants that's, that's, that's absolutely do. fine they've got lovely skin they're you know yeah that's true you know and it's a normal thing it's ah, a, yeah. you know youth is wasted on the young yeah, as they exactly. say yeah, with their lovely smooth skin and their <laughs> bad attitudes but I mean I think at the end of the day approaching the topic is kind of cringe for for the landlord and the, the person who wrote in yeah. the letter not for the person it shouldn't be a shameful thing for her to say to, to hear like you know you've got a great body but you're kind of making me uncomfortable is what she's basically but saying I really think she should just ponder on why she's uncomfortable do you mm. know I really think she just needs to just sit down and think why are you uncomfortable about this because really she shouldn't be uncomfortable about it and yeah, I think if she's I got agree. like great tenants can be hard to find if she's got somebody who's friendly and is tidy and she's happy enough living with her except for her breasts well then I I would say that she has the problem rather than the I agree. That's kind yeah, of weird. Yeah, I start with that point. Yeah. Is this unfair? If a man had sent in uh, the same question uh, and said, There's, "I'm sharing a flat with a man, and he kind of, you know, parades around the place, and it makes me uncomfortable," people would be saying, "Oh, gay." Uh, um. <laughs> it depends on how, how tight his body was. <laughs> <laughs> that isn't maybe the source of this woman's discomfort. 
It's, yeah, you know, but it's stirring it, things in her. She doesn't want to feed. We are actually talking about that idea the whole time because what we've, been, what we've been speaking about from the beginning is is the correlation between the physiology or, or the, the a woman's body and sex. We're making that kind of yeah. It's a but thing I and would put to you that women's breasts are in a different category than your nethers. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And a fella's equipment all on show. Yeah. Breasts but, are in a different well, yeah, category. Sure. I know but, they but can they're be both they have two functions. Yeah, yeah, but that is a male construct. They Absolutely. actually are not part of anything to do with actually having sex. No, I agree. Do you know? But, so, well, they're not vital to it, but no. they often play a role. But well, more than your ears or your toes might. Yeah. That's true. Oh, there's, okay, fair I've enough. Yeah. Pictures yeah. in my head. Yeah. Now, yeah. now it's Fergie. Okay, we're getting into maybe way too much. Yeah. Uh, right, okay, a lot of comment on this. Uh, I've enjoyed the freedom of not wearing a bra during the pandemic. There are vest tops with built-in cups, but no backstrap. Perfect for days when the nipples can't be on show. But uh, why? I don't want to do that. Yeah. Why should I have to wear an extra layer of clothes when it's warm just yeah. to protect somebody's uh, Someone says, that woman needs to cop on and enjoy her dad's more frequent visits to the house. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> surprised to hear you say uh, you could walk around without a bra. I w- was late to wearing one. But then a guy walking past me thought it was available for him to just grab it. This was in the early 80s. Couldn't leave home without a bra, without unwanted stares. Hashtag unfair. uh, Hashtag very unfair. Uh, Well, well, yeah, but at the same time, I don't know. Is there a correlation between her uh, wearing a bra, not wearing a bra and just some... There was an awful lot more grabbing going on anyway back in the early 80s. Unwanted and uninvited. Isn't that it though? Isn't underlying the whole thing? We can talk about bras and no bras and women have been talking about burning bras since, you know, women's lib and all that. But, But the reality is underlying that is that we're not having the conversation about why are we making... Women, such a big yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. I used to work in a bank in Dublin. I'd always wear a bra, but not a padded one. With the aircon environment, my nipples were regularly visible. I loved it. My boobs aren't whoppers by a long shot, but it made me feel feminine in a covert way. I took no notice until a friend of mine told me that she thought nipples were a private part of the body for only your partner to see. I can't say I agreed, but it did make me more conscious of the way I was being perceived in boardroom meetings, thankfully in the wilds of Kerry now, where presumably your nipples are. No boardroom. <laughs> yeah, you can hang your coat on them down there. Yeah. I, I've, uh, we have a problem with nudity, says another texter. The hullabaloo about breastfeeding in public and frowning on naturists. Just respect other people's difference, uh, differences, uh, says Chris. Uh, the uh, If you have a bust like I do, says his texter, ha-ha, then you routinely wear a bra. Yeah, I'd be, now, obviously, there's a health thing for your back. There's and a support. Yeah. If you need yeah. support, that's different, yeah. Yeah, it's only flat-chested ladies who don't wear them, uh, says his texter. I know no, that's true. Flashish. Uh, say flashish. Uh, after having a baby 12 weeks ago, I definitely need to wear a bra because my nipples are pointing opposite yeah. directions. <laughs> <laughs> says Denise. Uh, another texter says, no to bras. I'm 44 and wear a vest top under my t-shirt mostly for warmth and hides, hides any major nippleage. Not all of us can do it, but I can do. And it's so much comfy for it's it. It's totally more comfortable. Uh, no man I know has ever complained about seeing a woman's nipple through a t-shirt, says Francis uh, in Galway. That's Francis with an I, a man, Francis. Barbara, don't go back to wearing bras. Be free forever. I will. I have to wear a bra because my boobs are too big and I physically couldn't cope. I genuinely am considering a boob reduction and if I did, would never wear a bra again. This woman is probably deeply envious of the confidence. She should take this as an opportunity to grow her confidence. That's Uh, a good point. Which is a good point. Uh, Right, you are listening to the Moncrief Show on News Talk. We do have to take a break. After that, uh, my brother's coming to stay and I don't like it. 
53106 is our text number that will cost you 30 cents. You are listening to the Moncrief Show on News Talk. Barbara and Declan are, are still with us. We've already talked about uh, a 36 year old single woman who is uh, sharing a flat with a 23 year old. She's a little bit uncomfortable because the 23 year old is more comfortable being, you know, semi-naked than perhaps the 36-year-old is. Anyway, next question is this. My brother is currently going through a rather tricky separation from his wife, as if there was an easy one. Uh, They have lived together for over 10 years, but has now come to crunch time and he's being forced to move out of the family home. My immediate instinct was to offer him a place to stay in me and my partner's house, and he readily accepted, at least for two months or so, while he finds a new place in a tricky rental market. My partner is quite upset they invited him to stay with us, and I just can't, for the life of me, believe that she would be so selfish about this. He is in an awful situation. The least I could uh, do was to let him sleep on our pull-out couch, uh, a bed, for a month or two. She says I acted rashly and I didn't think it through. It's now starting to affect our relationship and I'm worried about it escalating because he's due to arrive next week. Ding, ding, ding. Wow. Um, look, this is one of the ones, this is the kind of problem where the person who writes in with the problem thinks that the problem is, is in column A, where the actual column B is where the actual issue is. <laughs> and, uh, and, and seems to be blind to, to the whole thing because obviously it's a nice thing that this brother wants to do to step up and help the brother who is looking for somewhere to live. But what the brother who offered a couch or a spare bedroom did was offer something that wasn't entirely his to offer without consultation. And um, there, he's now in a situation where he has obviously offered his brother a place to stay. The partner is going mad because it was offered without consultation, which is a genuine grievance and that prop that, that that grievance has been made and that situation has to be resolved in terms of trust and all that kind of stuff. But moving on from there, you're kind of in a bind because you, you, you whichever way you go, somebody's gonna have their nose out of joint. Um the reality of it is is that whatever whatever way you progress this, in order to patch it over with your your girlfriend partner you have to ensure that this doesn't go past any offer of two months. Because if it goes on and on and on, and, and, and even in the way you, you wrote the letter, it seems implicit that you kind of think it will because your phrasing was two months and then you straight away kind of caveated that with the, in a tricky rental market. So yeah, it's almost like yeah. you know that what you offered can possibly go on longer. So that's, an, that's one reason why your partner's probably going, you haven't thought this through, rash. So I think that she's correct. She's also in an awkward situation, whereas if you start wheeling back on this offer, it looks like she's the one who's the problem when, in fact, you're the one who made this problem. So what you have to do is take the hit on this scenario. And I mean, the, the central way of doing that is is by acknowledging that you've messed up to both of them. I think that you have to tell your brother that you've messed up with your partner and say that this, I've done this a few times now. She's just not happy with the way I'm proceeding with stuff in general in our relationship. It's nothing to do with you, but it's going to be really tricky for me if this thing proceeds past two months so you have to look like you're actually actively looking for somewhere else to live. I don't see you pulling back the offer completely. I think that's kind of an awkward one. I don't know. I don't know what the exact situation is because, I mean, it is genuinely a really difficult place to be, time, I beg your pardon, to be looking for somewhere to live. So I understand that the the offer was taken up gladly because it's a really tricky market Mm. out there. Um, You know, so it's about you realising that, you you know, if you 
if you're sharing a space with somebody and you are in it together, you have to realise that the choices that you make has to be a consultation in advance. And then, you know, otherwise yeah. you are going to be, yeah. you know, annoying her. And yeah. she's right. No, I, yeah. totally, I totally agree with you. What and about I mean, compassion for this fella? He's, yeah, his marriage yeah, just yeah. ended. He'll be in bits. Yeah, no, I know. And I think that's where the, 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 the obviously spontaneous kind of compassion that this person, who you've assumed is a male, um, has for the brother has come mm. from. You know, that, 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 this per, that, that he or she wanted to help and provide some kind of a, a solution, albeit a temporary one. And obviously they did it without consultation with their partner, which means that, yeah, that, that's, not, that's not cool. Um, and that's not a good thing. And you're now on the back foot and your partner's every right to be annoyed about it. I think the other thing which perhaps the person who wrote the letter isn't a, hasn't thought through properly is that it's your brother. It's not her brother. Yeah, yeah. Do you know absolutely. what I mean? It's your family. It might be, obviously, it's no big deal for you. You've grown up together. Mm. You know each other very well. But it's a completely different ball game for your partner who you know, perhaps doesn't know your brother that well. And certainly when to suddenly be living with them, and especially when from what I'm picking up from the letter is they don't have a spare bedroom into which the brothers go and he's on the pull out sofa bed. So perhaps he's in the living room, which mm. is, you know, An again, intrusion. you can it's, it's, it is a real intrusion on your privacy as a couple and 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 how you, you know, and on your partner's ability to completely relax and fart and snore on the sofa if they want to all night long. Do you know? So, <laughs> no. Um, no. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I, I agree that I don't think you can completely take back the offer on your brother, who's obviously uh, between a rock and a hard place. So. Uh, you do have to sit down with your partner and absolutely, you know, take the hit on you, you're an idiot and, you know, came from a place of compassion. You shouldn't have done it. You're very sorry. You'll never do it again. But we are where we are. Uh, but then you've got to establish ground rules yeah. that both you and your partner are agreed on as to the length. And even though that might be cruel, you know, but... I think you have to do that. I think you have to say this can only be for two months if you don't want to seriously damage your relationship and other ground rules that might be appropriate, bearing in mind that he may be sleeping in the living room. Do you know what I mean? In other words, that mm. I wouldn't make him too comfortable. Do you know, <laughs> I'd make him, you know, you don't want him out in the street, but I wouldn't make it too comfortable for the brother so that he has an incentive to to move on as well and, and, and get himself sorted out as soon as is, as is possible. I think it's interesting, though, that, you know, the... the, the the, the onus seemed to be on the partner to explain what their concerns might be before yeah. the idea comes into play that their their yeah. the consultation should happen. I don't think it really matters what the reasons are that there might be a no from from the second party. I think that it should have been from the get go. Even if, the, the, you know, the two brothers having a drink in the pub or, or if they're gen, whatever. Sorry, excuse me, Barbara. Thank you for, you know, during Pride I mean, it's just Pride Month. Yeah, yeah. So, you should be aware yeah, yeah. of these word, kind of things. Word police over yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. you need to be aware of these things. Language these things. matters. That might be a cancel stick in a minute. Yeah. It's very yeah. It is very important and yeah. it's appreciated. Yeah. Um, but just say that the conversation <laughs> is happening in the pub and, uh, you know, in the moment it might seem like, ah, yeah, you know, you, you know that kind of way. Uh. No, in your head going, Offer in a kind of a I'll need to check with But you know yourself yeah. Family dynamics Yeah yeah Never change yeah. So in other words If you've always been The problem solver The one that rescued your brother The yeah. one that was there yeah. To mind your brother You know you might be younger Than the person who's written in Yada 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 You do these things Without thinking So I I mean she, should, she or he Shouldn't have done it But I can understand How it happened 
But now, you, as you say, you but, have to take the hit on it I right think, now. And dial down the righteousness Be- because, yes. because the reality of it is it's all very well and good to be doing a good deed for your brother. If it results in your doing a slap in the face to your partner, to your partner yeah. that's not cool. So you're not, no. you're actually not. Although if her, one. if the other relationship breaks down, then her and the brother can live happily ever after somewhere together. Oh my God. <laughs> that sounds uh, very strange. Alan in Cork says, let's hope we don't get a message from a wife who's rather uncomfortable about her brother-in-law strutting around the house <laughs> with nothing but a towel on his head. wear a bra. <laughs> That's uh, next week's question. Uh, right, I'm a 35-year-old man and have been going out with my partner for three years now. She's 31. I asked her to move in with me recently and she flatly turned me down. She says she likes her own space. I had been hoping that we could start building a future together and I noticed that she's growing more distant if I bring up even hypotheticals about us being married down the line or with kids. I'm trying not to put pressure on her and she says she's still committed to us as a couple. But if she can't even have a serious conversation with me about where our future is heading, should I rethink the relationship? (laughs) This is interesting because very often when we get these kind of problems, it's the woman writing in Mm. and you kind of always feel there's the old biological clock tick tocking in the Mm, background and they're thinking, you know, we need to kind of move on to to the next base here fairly quickly. Um, So this is interesting because it's the man, the older man who wants to, older slightly like, who wants to, uh, who wants to push things along and, and settle down and, and build a future together. Um, and he's got a partner who um, seems to be talking the talk, but not exactly walking the walk um, and is and is seemingly reluctant. Um, I hate to say this because it's I, I don't think it's what uh, he wants to hear. But I think the fact whatever about her saying, oh, yes, you know, I'm fairly committed to the relationship, but she won't have a conversation about it. That hmm. would be now a fairly big alarm bell to me like that's <laughs> yeah. kind of strange yeah. that you can say look I'm not ready to move to this stage next but I am committed to the relationship and ha- I'm happy to have a conversation about it the fact that she's not happy to have a conversation about it me thinks the writing's on the wall hmm. me thinks me thinks he, you know he might need to have a look at it if he pushes for the conversation more and it's not happening I would be very worried yeah, about well, I know, how I, committed I, I, she actually I is agree. but then again she, maybe if to, to 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 frame it in like, well, what kind of relationship do you want? And it sounds like what she has now, she's perfectly happy with. Yeah. Uh, 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 but he wants, you know, he wants it to move in a direction or, you know. I mean, you'd always read into that, that he wants to get married and he wants to have kids and he wants to absolutely buy a house and settle down, do all that stuff. Yeah. And she, I mean, at 31, I would say she's thought about what she wants. Yes. I don't think it's, you know, it would be unreasonable to say it's not on her radar at all. Mm. But I'm just wondering, is she waiting for another bus to come sometimes, along or something? Sometimes it can be about the actual dynamic between the two people in the relationship that you can find yourself, you know, I don't want to say falling into a relationship, but you can kind of choose um, somebody that doesn't tick all the boxes, but they're just ticking enough of the boxes right now for you to get through your late 20s or whatever it is. And now they're at a stage where he wants to move in one direction. She's kind of like him and the hall and just not quite wanting to reverse out of the relationship because as Sean says, she's kind of comfortable right now. But being comfortable in a relationship with somebody is is not, it's just, it doesn't sound very romantic. No. And it also doesn't sound like it's very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It doesn't sound like it's very contributing. And it's not not very, that's not very dynamic. You know what I mean? Like Mm. in a relationship, there's normally, yeah, there's normally a dynamic that drives the relationship forward. And if she's kind of backpedaling along, kind of enjoying the view, but not really kind of, 
going yeah. anywhere in particular. Well, I would yeah, suggest she's, she's either not back. Well, just not peddling. You know, she's done enough peddling. She's yeah. peddled enough. Thank you very much. And maybe she could be someone who doesn't want to have kids. Doesn't want no, to get no, married. she may do. But the fact yeah. that she doesn't, she's he has said she won't. She won't have. A, she won't have a serious conversation about it because she knows what he wants. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, yeah. And, and also, so he needs to yeah, push that. Yeah, but, but the, 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 that can come with a lot of pressure in some people's way of dealing with with um, relationship uh, dynamics is to kind of just see how long they can just leave the thing going without confronting or yeah. actually, you know, naming the elephant in the room. But that's why he's going to have to push it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? He's going to have to keep pushing to, for that serious conversation so that he can w- get out of her what it is she actually does want. Mm-hmm. And maybe, it's not maybe. fair on him if she doesn't want kids and he definitely does want kids and she yeah. won't tell him that. She needs to, it's like it's three years down down the line yeah. like mm. she needs to tell him if that's what she wants yeah. or doesn't want yeah I think he already knows I the answer too, certainly yeah. most people listening uh, think they know the answer the overwhelming consensus is uh, out you run. get yeah. run run yeah. We should yeah. have a little buzzer for a dump. We should have, yeah. Because um, that comes up so often. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this is such an interesting one uh, because I think this person seems to think this is a, a new phenomenon. I've been dating my boyfriend for almost seven months now. We got together through a mutual friend and things are going great. He's not exactly an artistic guy, but he is open and creative. He recently started uh, wearing a very small amount of eyeliner <gasps> since we've started meeting friends again with the end of lockdown. When it first happened, I acted completely cool about it because I see myself as totally liberal and open-minded. But honestly, it started to really niggle at the back of my mind. I found myself wondering constantly what other people think of him and what they think about me being with him. I just don't understand why he does it. I think it looks strange. I kind of hate myself for feeling this way, but I can't help it. Any advice? By the way, my flatmate walks around naked all the time. I don't like that either. Uh, so, uh, so, Declan, if there was ever a question to you... <laughs> Maybe it's Maybelline. Um, yeah, yeah uh, look, it's it just frustrates me because obviously there's a thing where people say, oh, you know, being on a you know the loose liberal side means you're likely to want a bit of slap on your face. But the reality of it is, it doesn't matter what the problem is here, whether it's about makeup or whether it's a few weeks ago we had um, a, a a woman writing in because her husband wanted to get an electric skateboard and whatever it is, or whether it's you know I don't <laughs> like the kind of clothes my husband wears. I don't like. People have an idea of the way that they want their relationship to look from the outside and that's to do with their insecurities socially and it's not to do with the actual person they're with because, you know, when they strip away that nonsense, they go, oh, you know, we have a dynamic that's working for us and it's great. Is she trying to tell us that she thinks that her her husband is on the turn because he has a little bit of like Revlon underneath <laughs> it? Like that is, that's the most kind of nonsensical thing I've ever heard in my life. Um also, it's the kind of idea that you know, when is it okay for certain men to wear a little bit of eyeliner? Like, you know, in the 1980s, all the kind of cure yeah, heads well, that's were what, doing that's it. Yeah, this has been a fashion thing for decades. And it's, yeah, and it's, you know, and it's kind of considered to be kind of, oh, it's yeah. It's a retro feel to today's slot. Yeah, yeah, it's so, so nostalgic for being braless and seeing men with uh, eyeliner. Carry on. But it's yeah. also that, like, you know, it's it, what's even more modern is, is the idea that gender and, and sexuality have become a lot more fluid. And you don't, you know, the, the kids know this 
this and they have loads uh. of different terms for it. So to be having a kind of a meltdown because there's a little bit of eyeliner. I mean, and he's not even a creative guy too, guys. Yeah, you know, I yeah, just think there's some that's excuse. Weird, it's kind of it's like, it's that would be an excuse. Yeah. You know? oh, he's yeah. creative. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's all right then. Because <laughs> yeah. we know what the yeah, alternative yeah. would be. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing I think that, that jumps out of here, I mean, you know, all what you said and, you know, makeup and fellas in eyeliner back in the 80s and all that. But the thing that really, I think, is 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 a, worries me for the, the woman uh, who wrote in is the fact that she seems to be worried. She, seems, she's, she doesn't seem to have a problem per se with him wearing eyeliner. Her problem seems to be what other people will Absolutely. think about him wearing yeah. eyeliner. But more than that, what other people will think about her going out with a fellow who's wearing eyeliner? And I mean, that's something she needs to sort out pretty quickly. If she's going to live her life constantly with one eye back behind her to see what the neighbours are thinking or saying about any choices that she makes in life, she's really making a huge rock for her own Do you not think that that's actually, that's actually a common problem in Ireland? There's so many times in Ireland we've had social situations arise because people are kind of socially pressured into thinking that this is the way to behave and that's unacceptable and and this is, I've already kind of scornfully dismissed the fact that it's actually a problem but I do think that underlying it is, is, is quite a regular occurrence. The idea that somebody um, wants to live in a certain kind of house, wants to have a certain kind of curtains and a certain kind of hedging outside but you know, and all that. that sounds all very 1950s but again and I mean I keep we keep harking back to this back in the 80s and late 70s guys were wearing makeup and it wasn't a big deal guys Mm. were wearing high heels they were wearing uh, you know sequins and glamour and feathers but then you have the backlash yeah but I'm just thinking you know nowadays the world seems to have although on the one hand we talk about you know we're acceptance of gender being gender fluid and you know all that kind of stuff and we're all kind of PC in there but on the other hand we're totally intolerant Everything is either right or it's wrong. It's black or it's white. It's good mm. or it's bad. And there's no nuance and there's no room for, you know, kind of things that are slightly different. Um, and that's really, really sad. And I think it's very sad. I'm assuming, you know, she's dating. The, I'm, I'm assuming she's probably, well, she's younger than me for sure. I just think it's terribly sad that she is, um, she hates herself for feeling this way, but she can't help it. Yes, you can help it. You need to sit down and have a serious think in your head as to what is the problem. The problem isn't him wearing eyeliner. The problem is your concern with what the neighbours are going to think. Absolutely. And you need to accept that. And you need to realise that that's not a healthy way to be. And you need to get over that. And if you like this guy and all the other things, and she doesn't even say, I mean, even if she said, he's wearing eyeliner, which I don't mind, but I just don't find it attractive. It makes him look, you know, mad, weird, whatever. Or sad. So or you wear yeah. it underneath your eyes, it can really bring your eyes yeah, down. I, I, know, I know you're <laughs> focusing on what, what will the friends think about that. But even before that, the first time I acted completely cool because I see myself as totally liberal. Yeah, no, they, you're not. Yeah, That's yeah, basically yeah. the bottom line. And it's a yeah. performative thing. I think a lot of, a lot of the, the, you know, social media activity show that people are performing this yeah. kind of uh, I'm woke and I'm this and that and the other when in reality when, when they're confronted, confronted with the daily <laughs> so I, I don't know what I did there Barbara but you find it funny um, when you're confronted with the it's kind those of the new daily, teeth you have they're lovely I, I know, but they're, they're a bit like, loose yeah it's um, my dentures <laughs> yes. popped uh, uh, okay if you comes on that imagine if you told your girlfriend she couldn't wear makeup because you didn't like the way it made you look for being in the relationship you'd get a slap and rightly so uh, Roisin says I consider myself quite accepting but to be honest I wouldn't be comfortable with my boyfriend wearing eyeliner does that make me traditional I just don't get it why he'd want to do it 
I think I'd have to sit down and there discuss it with my boyfriend if he chose to do it. Imagine Why having, would you do that? Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Why are you doing it when you do it? Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, exactly. It's just, it, this is one of the problems is that people accept things in society without thinking, why do women wear makeup and why do men not wear, wear why do women wear bras and men don't, you know, it's, I mean, I know why most men don't wear bras, but, uh, you know, it, it's <laughs> like, do. too much, you know, this is the way things are and then anybody doing anything different is going to rattle my cage and, and it's going to ruin the world nonsense because yeah. half, the, half the things that people are criticising you know are, are critiquing by you know drag queens wearing yeah. makeup they're actually saying this is kind of creative and it's kind of fun and it allows you to change the shape of your face and it's a little bit artistic it's a little bit of an expression of expression it has nothing to do with gender. No. Well, why yeah, are you making no. it about gender? Why uh, are you making it about whether you fancy your husband? It's ridiculous. Uh, apparently loads of footballers are doing it these days. Uh, I didn't know that. Uh, someone else says, the main reason why my ex and I broke up was because they wouldn't let me be myself. Uh, and someone else says, sure, let him express himself. Uh, if the man wants to get creative in this way, what's the problem? Maybe he rocks it better than his missus. Yeah. Yeah, so true. that's more than yeah. might well be. Yeah. Give us a loan of your eyeliner. <laughs> Barbara and Declan, thank you both uh, very much. Uh, Bye. Uh, a joy as ever. You are listening to The Moncrief Show on News Talk, and uh, we will be giving away 800 quid to somebody uh, in the not too distant future. Uh, th- with thanks to Carol's of Tullamore, all you have to do is come up uh, with the most delicious hang sandwich uh, recipe. Carol's of Tullamore have been crafting premium succulent deli ham for the last 40 years. So all you have to do is text the word sandwich along with your recipe, uh, your name, and where you are in the country to 53. 106 that will cost you 30 cents you are listening to the Moncrief show on News Talk we're going to take a break after that drilling to the centre of the earth Moncrief on News Talk brought to you by Avant Money think you're getting the best value from your bank think again